What it do, what it do, what it do, everybody. This is DR Bellet, and you're watching the Narrow Path Podcast. I am coming to you today for episode two, straight from my bedwar. That's right, my bedwar. Um, you see the throne in the back, you see it. We're gonna make it do what it do. Um, I'm excited about this show right here. Um, as you know, uh, with the Narrow Path Podcast, my goal is to bring on undervalued, who I feel, undervalued and unappreciated talent in the Hollywood industry. Because as a director and actor myself, you know, sometimes um, there are talented people out there that can feel overlooked. And I wanna highlight these people, um, people that I know, good friends of mine um, in the industry. And so we're gonna do that today. We're gonna have some fun, we're gonna have some laughs, we're just gonna keep it real and we're gonna get it popping. So I wanna bring on my first guest. This guy here, this is a good friend of mine. I've known him for about three or four years. Uh, he booked me on my very first job in LA. He's an independent filmmaker out here uh, on his grind. His work ethic is crazy. I'm proud to, proud to know him. Um, and he's just an overall good guy. Ladies and gentlemen, for those watching and those listening, I bring to you Mr. David Skato of Skato Productions. Yo, Dr. Ballard, how's it going, man? What up, bro? <laughs> it's going, man. I love the introduction, brother. I surely appreciate it, man. No problem, man. You deserve it, brother. I'd like to bring on a, a, a king that's worthy of, of of his introduction, man. You surely are. Hey, man, I appreciate it. You know, sometimes I don't feel like it, and that's why I like what you're bringing to the attention. You know, the the under appreciated undervalued independent filmmakers man because we have it 10 times rougher than the big guys man people have no idea as a filmmaker <laughs> myself and and people people have no idea how hard independent filmmaking is not just it's not just filmmakers um because i want to highlight actors musicians artists you know anybody with talent with real talent real passion and a real work ethic um mm -hmm. you know on the show right so, right, right. so, but people have no idea how hard independent filmmaking can be when you when you have to fund it yourself. You have to, you know, go around talking to people who don't keep their word. Um, <laughs> man, you know, I ain't even got to tell you. We've had many conversations about this. So, yeah. um, um, talk to people, and I'll run down your list of credits here uh, pretty soon because you you've made a few features. Um, you've mm -hmm. made um, Crow and Oak. Um, a thriller, a ghost story about a, a down-on-his-luck detective, I Am Woman, um, a film about domestic violence, Killing Joy, about a stroke mm. victim and how it affects families, and your latest film, your latest feature film, being Once Upon a Time, about a young girl showing up at the doorstep of a struggling family, and faith, truth, and magic reveals itself. So, yes, sir. So you out here, bro. You, <laughs> you out here making it happen, man. I'm out, man. You know, yeah, man. That's and that's the thing. You know, I like how you said that out here making it happen because you know what people gotta realize is that you gotta make it happen. You know, as in you, as in Derek, as in me, as in David. Um, you know, um, I spent you know pr probably about a year trying to convince other people to make it happen <laughs> for me, right? And and what I'm saying is not that I'm sitting around, not that I was sitting around waiting on them, but. It was like, hey, you know, let's collab. Let's do some stuff together. Let's work on some stuff. And, you know, a lot of broken promises, a lot of, you know, people that, that are dreaming. But, you know, 
they don't know how to wake up and face reality that you got to dream and then you got to work, <laughs> you know, right. uh, uh, you know, they, the, the only thing come to, to, what do they say? The only thing come to dreamers is whatever. I don't know the saying, but you know, but I, I grind, man, you know, I grind and I know that if I don't act, it's not going to get done. You know, I learned that, you know, uh, through that year of, of just, you know, you know, just trying to collab and, and, and work with people. And I realized that, you know, this is not working, you know, so I got to go at it alone. Yeah. And I, I, I realized very early on, because like I said, um, I think you booked, um, I booked my first job in L.A. with you on the Sizzle Reel uh, Illuminati. Mm -hmm. And I realized from that experience that, um that yeah, you had the your your passion, your work ethic matched mine, and mm -hmm. and you can you can really you can really tell from being around somebody who's 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 talking about it and who's being about it. And I right. knew early on, man, I said, hey, this 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 dude is a real deal. He's gonna make it, even if he got to do it himself. Because I felt the same. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way, you know. Um. So um. So yeah, bro. I just I I really respect your work ethic. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's a, it's a, it's a change, you know? Um, <clears throat> so when you're, when you're dealing with, you know, independent filmmaker, you know, as an independent filmmaker, you know, my mind has changed over the years a lot about, you know, how to do things, you know? Um, and, and for example, you know, just like uh, the Illuminati film, um, I could have easily did Illuminati myself, you know, and you know that you, you saw the work, you, you, hey, you were in it. Yeah. So I could have easily did the film. The problem is I couldn't do it the way that I saw it, you know, and without some kind of fine, like financial backing that I can't myself afford, you know, the movie was going to come out way, 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 way less par than, than what I wanted, you know, and I, I feel like it's just too good of a script to, to sacrifice, you know, on that. So that's when you kind of, rearrange and do something different you know um you know so that's what i did you know i turned around i still wanted to stay in that sci-fi element you know and so that's when i started working on uh, once upon a lifetime and you know it kept some sci-fi elements kept some thriller and it, it it focuses on the family so which we um, will get to here shortly in depth yeah we'll um we'll show the good people that are watching online the trailer uh, the people on the podcast um you can log into youtube and you can see this um, you can see this interview on YouTube, Narrow Path Productions page. Um, so tell everybody, um, you're from Mississippi. Tell everybody how you came from, uh, what brought you from Mississippi to LA because um, you're a uh, Mississippi State grad uh, with a degree in uh, computer science, I believe, in IT business, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. So what brought you, how did you... Tell the people about your, your transition from Mississippi to, to LA, your story basically. Um, well, it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do, first of all, leaving the place where I was born and raised. Um, but so, you know, Mississippi was, I felt like a, a large fish in a small pond, right? And I'm not saying that to, to knock any other filmmakers off or anything like that, or, you know, be negative, but I felt like, I wanted to do things that were bigger than Mississippi. Um, so, you know, even though I still, you know, of course I claim my roots and I claim, and I definitely want to go back to Mississippi and shoot, you know, but I felt like, okay, if I'm going to ever move past that, you know, that level that I was on, I'm going to have to get around people like myself. And I couldn't really find a lot of them in Mississippi. So I decided to make that transition and just being who I am, just a natural born go-getter. I wasn't worried about surviving. I can do a business anywhere. 
Right. <clears throat> so absolutely, absolutely. So how long did it take you to to um because you've been in LA how long now? Almost four years. Almost four years. Yeah. How long did it take you to to adjust to to get your um, bearings, get your feet, so to say, and say, okay, yeah, okay. Um I've, um I've got a lay of the land. I see how right. people move, I see how things move in the industry. Okay, this right. is what I'm gonna do. Well, for me, that's a tier question. <laughs> and and why I say that because on one side, you know, surviving, starting my, I actually launched a business here in LA um, doing IT. So on that side of it, it was pretty fast. You know, I, I came out and I interviewed a couple of people and I noticed that, you know, there were, there's a lot of lacking knowledgeable IT people. <laughs> you know, I hate to be that way, but, you know, and I saw the, I saw a big hole that I could fill. And so that's what I did. On the filmmaking side, it took me a little bit longer because, you know, people are shady, people are tricky and people just try to get what you got, you know, and I'm a very open person, I'm transparent. You know, if I mess with you, I'm all the way in there. And if I don't, I don't, Right. you know? And so it took me a little while, you know, dealing with a lot of, you know, different people and, you know, trying to work out things, trying to be, you know, who I am, you know, and, and I think I came off as, uh, well, what is he trying to get? Cause he's always trying to do stuff for me. So what does he want? And I'm like, I don't want anything. This is how you help people. <laughs> you know, this is where I'm from. This is what I know. Right. So, and so I just had to step back. So I would say, man, probably about a year and a half, you know, for me to really learn, you know, that, we're we're bred differently where I'm from. We're we we're not we're not equal. <laughs> we're not like these I'm not like these people out here, you know, and, and I'm comfortable with that, you know. I'm just I'm just me. Do you think do you think it's because people in the industry or out here sometimes um they don't take you seriously um because they feel like they wanna see your talent first. They wanna see if you're serious first before because you know a lot of times people will wait people will sit back and wait and they'll lurk and they'll see what you're doing and there mm -hmm. and you know when you start getting a little bit of success then they want to start coming out the woodworks and then mm -hmm. congratulating you and, and and jumping on the bandwagon oh i always knew you could do it oh i'm so but you wouldn't ride with me in the beginning right <laughs> so do you think do you think some of that is people not knowing at your core what you're what you're what you're what you're built uh, mm. for and, and what you're passionate about and that you do have talent and that you know you're serious about this about this life this career right well you know the first thing I did was drop my bandwagon and got a one-man horse so right. you know <laughs> you can't hop on that it's only one ride <laughs> right. but um but yeah I do I, I feel like I feel like that's the nature of people in general and that's that's not just filmmaking it's the nature of people to want to get on the thing that's moving you know nobody wants to be on the thing that's stagnant right so and you know and i can't you can't fault people for that because you know a lot of people out here you know they've had their Some dreams people out here waste your time oh yeah 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 but you know a lot of people had they've had their dreams crushed and they want you know they're just tired of of dealing with the same people that that ain't about that and so they want to see that you're about something which you know if it is what it is and and, and i agree with that to a certain extent but when you got somebody that's, you know, truly trying to help, you got to, 
you know, you got to see that. You got to be able to to kind of pick out who's trying to help, you know, and and who's trying to get in. And I think that was the the whole problem because I didn't understand it. You know, I felt like a toddler, you know, because I didn't understand it. It's like, you know, dude, I'm just trying to help you. Like, whatever you need. I gave people equipment. I, I like, I don't, whatever you need, man. You know, whatever you need, I got it. If I got it, I'll give it to you. You know, and a lot of people just, they didn't understand. Like, well, what do you want? I'm like, dude. Of a, of a good heart, you know? Right. I don't want anything. I want to see you make it. <laughs> That's it. I want to see you succeed, you know? You know, so whatever I can do to help you, I'm, I'm willing to do it. Yeah. You know? But of course, don't take advantage of me because I'll see through that too. Especially if I see talent in you. Cause, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I put people on. You see potential in people and you like, you know, Hey, this, this kid's got it, or whoever's got it. Let me mm -hmm. see what I can do, or or put some of my knowledge and experience, you know, in this in this person's um, uh, atmosphere, and 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 see what I can yeah. do. You know, it's not because I want anything from you. So yeah, right, right. You yeah. know, that's you know, it, it's it's. I like talent. I like stories. So no matter who's telling those stories, I want to see those stories. It, you know, so I don't care whose story it is. I just want to see those stories, especially for the story I really like. Like, man, right. let's 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 figure out how we can get this story, you know, out to the to the people. Right. You know, get your vision on screen. Right. So, how many films have you um, feature films have you uh, made up? Um, what is it? What is it? Five? I think it's five. Yeah. Uh, four or five. Yeah. Yeah, around four or five. And your latest being Once Upon a Time. I'm gonna um, show the trailer for our viewing audience here online. Uh, once upon a time, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Perfect. All right. This is mm -hmm. uh, David Skato's uh, latest feature, Once Upon a Time. What happened to your face? Mom, it's fine. Thomas, it is not fine. I'm tired of these little boys beating up on you. You have to learn how to fight back. Sitting all of my glory 
Extremely proud of this film too. So, all right, all right, all right. As you should be, as you should be. Cool. So, how long did it take to film? Um, we filmed for I think nine days. So, yes, it man, we we were grinding. We filmed for about nine days. Um, you know, nine full days, sometimes 12, 13 hour days. Yeah. Um, you know, just had to get it done, you know, and that's that's another trick of the trade I learned. You gotta get it done fast. Gotta get you know, it in done. An, an independent film, uh in the independent film world, again, it's a little bit different because we don't have sixteen weeks, right? Right. You know, first of all, you know, the more days you have, the bigger the budget is gonna be. So you want to compress it down, you know, so you can, you know, have that cast and crew and, and, and you know, not have to pay them for 21 days. And, you know, which I wouldn't mind, but, you know, I ain't got it like that. So, you know, and I mean, it's 100% self-funded. Um, yeah, man. So that's, about that's, that's another thing uh, people don't understand, what most people don't understand about uh, from the outside looking in about mm -hmm. independent filmmaking is... Um, you know, you either got to fund it yourself or you got to crowdfund, or, you know, because we don't get these big budgets mm -hmm. um, from these production companies, these studios. Um, a lot of times, you know, um, you, you make it, you put it out there at the, in the film festivals or you drop it online and try to just, just uh, distribute it yourself and hope mm -hmm. and hope someone hope. sees, you know, the, the vision. Right. Well, the good thing is I'm from the old school, right? I come from a, a hip hop background, so I know how to get on that street and grind. I know how to use the mom and pop shops, the barber shops, you know. I grind, man. I grind hard, hand to hand. And unfortunately, COVID <laughs> is not going to allow that for this one, which I, I probably wouldn't do anyway, um, you know, because I'm, I'm past that. But, you know, just like we're killing, uh, not killing Joe, but I am woman, man. We grind that thing. We grind that thing, that film. We ooh, we we did massive numbers, and it was I think it was really unheard of. Nice, nice. So that brings me back to since you mentioned COVID, that brings me back to how how has twenty twenty been treating you so far as a whole? Um, as a whole, financially, twenty twenty has been fantastic. You know, um, you know, just you know, so much work with you know inside of the IT space with you know people working from home and. Um, um, infrastructure related projects because, you know, most people don't have the infrastructure built to withstand, you know, 30 people working from home. So I go in and reinforce all of that for them. For those that don't know, your day job, you're a um, project manager, right? IT well, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a CEO of my own IT company, so, <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I mean, I manage projects, um, you know, I manage a crew, um, of, of you know a few people um, and, and I actually I get my hands dirty too so I'll go in and I'll do some configuration um, my main thing is um, I'm a Cisco network engineer so 
you know, anything that is dealing with uh, switches, routers, anything like that, I go in and I configure those. And that's that's why the COVID was really great because um, um, everything goes through routers and, and trying to, you know, increase bandwidth, trying to, you know, um, use a bunch of security certs and things like that, that people right. needed because, one thing about VPNs, and that's what you use. That's what you use to to uh, work from home. One thing about it is a huge security risk if you're not prepared. So you know it was a lot to do, you know, and in a very short amount of time. But anyway, to answer your question, it's been great. Film wise, not so good because I had a feature, not a feature, a short that I wanted to shoot in July. Um, couldn't get that done just because, you know, I don't want to risk the whole COVID thing, you know, so I kind of pushed that back until next year. Um, the release of this film was going to be July and I pushed that back until further notice um, because, you know, I want to have an actual premiere. I don't want to do the whole, you know, just put it online or whatever, you know. I, the first time you see this film, it's going to be on the big screen, you know, besides myself. So, and that's that's just something that I'm sticking to. Right, because the actors and, and everyone behind the scene, they put in a lot of work and they put in a lot of work to drop it on to just drop it online. So, I mean, sometimes you have to do that because of circumstances. But I can understand, you know, you yeah. uh, uh, wanting to wait. Um, yeah, I get it, man. Yeah, you, know, you know, because again, you know, and I, I, I've talked to several distributors. I actually, you know, cursed a couple of them out, you know, because I can do that, <laughs> right? Um, and, and 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 only because, and I say that because, you know, and I, and I try not to be funny, but I try to be real. But I say that because, you know, I don't need your money. You know, uh, I'm financially independent. I don't need your money. So be savage. Yeah, it's exactly. So once once you put me in that position, once I'm in a position like that, I'm in a pole position, right? Right. What can you do to me? You, you can't threaten me. Right. You can say that, if you know, I, I had a... a a producer tell me that if you, if you wait for this film to go out, it's going to be old and you're never going to be able to sell it. So right. <laughs> you, must forget, you must forget. I don't care. I don't owe nobody nothing. You don't owe nobody nothing. That's if why you got to find it If I don't sell one copy, if I don't sell one stream of this movie, guess who's going to be okay? Me. I don't care. But, you know, one thing that and I a lot of it, And a lot of it is a tax write-off. Exactly, exactly. You know, but one thing I won't be okay with is my my actors and my crew, you know, seeing the film on Tubi or on whatever one of those, you know, BS network or, or not networks, but streaming sites. You know, I won't be okay with that. You know, I want them, they're going to walk the red carpet, you know, and that's, that's just a promise that I made to myself. They're going to walk the red carpet. You know, we're going to have a limo service. We're going to have, you know, we're gonna have an event, you know, and 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 that after that night, oh yeah, after that night they're gonna feel like stars. We're all gonna feel like stars. So, and I know that's I'm just gonna get an invite. That's all I know. You know you <laughs> I would say front row, but no middle row, because that's where we're gonna be sitting. You know, where we can see the screen perfectly. I'm, I'm just checking. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You got in the room with that limo too. I can squeeze in there too. Yeah, squeeze in there, man. Squeeze oh, man. in there. So, and you know what? Well, you can, you can, you can verify this with my cast of any film, any of my features, man. I did it every single time. You know, every single time for every feature. So, you know, this is just something that I believe in. You know, because we don't, you know, we don't have that, we don't have that red carpet rolled out for us often. So if I can do that for the people that, that put in that really hard work, learning that script, I mean, they, they put it down, man. 
you know, as you can see from the trailer, they put it down. Like, they acted their asses off in this film. So, <laughs> and, and they deserve that. Nice, nice. So did you just put out a, um, um, a regular casting call or did you just look at demo reels or did you, did you just um, blend or? Yeah, no, so yeah, I put, a, put out a regular casting call. Um, I actually had a casting director to help me out with that. But yeah, I put out a casting call, brought some people in. I interviewed everybody myself individually. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't do any kind of, you know, weird screening process where you had to go through somebody else because I've seen that before, you know, no, I want to see everybody, you know, whether it's, it's, it's five or 300, I'm going to see every single person, you know, so I made sure of that too, because, you know, you know, you know, just like we are, you're an actor, so you know that, you know, some casting regs are bullshit, you know, and I hope I can say that on your podcast. <laughs> whatever you want. You know, get 100% real here. You can say but, whatever you want. But they are, they are, you know, they have their favorites already from a picture or from a reel, you know, right. and everybody else that comes in is just wasting their time, you know. Right. I did this one casting call that where I had my other, my associate producer there, or my co-producer rather, and the guy drove about two hours. Right. And he walks in and she was like, no, we don't like him. He can leave. Dude, I was pissed. I was livid. <laughs> right? I was like, uh, uh-uh, no, nah, we ain't going to do this. You know, so I brought him on in and I let him do, man, as much as he wanted, you know, just because of the fact of, you know, you that's time and dedication. You know, right. time is the one thing we can't get back. So I'm not going to waste anybody's. Right. You know, so and she's not going to go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, and, and you know, and for her to to, to do that, it, yeah, it's, it's all just, about it's, courtesy. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, come on, man, you got to respect people. You know, I, I I will only disrespect somebody that disrespect me first, right? You know, but other than that, you can have it. And I remember gonna... actually, I remember when I went in to um, audition for uh, Illuminati, and the and the guy you had next to you, uh, he was like, nah. Then, oh yeah. He was yeah. Fighting, he was like, no, he's my he's my guy. <laughs> he's my he guy. It. He was and the other guy was just like, he's all right, he's good, but I just don't eh, I remember you know. that. And you went to and you went to the map for me. Well man, you know what? It, it, he has an opinion. I have authority. So, you know, that's the thing. I respect your opinion and I want to hear it. Right. You know, but when I feel your opinion is wrong, I'm gonna go with what I think. You know, but you know, definitely change my mind. That's what I want people to do. Change do change my mind. But if you can't change my mind, I'm gonna go with it, you know. Same here. Yeah. Same here. I'm always open <laughs> to opinions, but at the last at the end of the day, especially as right. a director or filmmaker, I got the last the final got the last say because you know what you see. Right. You know, exactly. nobody else in this world knows what Derek see for his movie. Nobody. Exactly. You know. So So um so I wanna lighten it up here a little mm-hmm. bit. Do it. I got this segment here that um, I call Best Thing I've Seen All Week. I don't know if you've seen it on social media yet, but it was, <laughs> funny, but it was the funniest thing I have seen in a long time. So uh, give me a second. We're going to watch it. I already know. It's about two minutes know. long. You already seen it? Can't wait, Twitty. Play it, man. You already know. <laughs> Man, that was the funniest thing I've seen in a long time, bro. Dude, I I got it from your feed, and you I was did? like, dude, it. it's super fun. We're gonna watch it again and talk about. Let's it. watch it again. Just for Rodney, okay? Listen up, all right? You blocked us both on Facebook. You 
and you blocked us on Instagram and TikTok. Okay? Now, now listen, I want all of our friends and family to share this because he thought that's the last he saw of us. Guess again, okay? You gonna break her heart? I'm gonna break your jaw, Rodney. Okay? I ain't messing around. I'm looking for you. You was at the casino all night with mm-hmm. Tracy. I know you were. Mm-hmm. He was. And I get my uh, an alert on my phone that says, all your SSI check is gone. It okay? took it, and he spent it. Look at her. All night. Okay? And tell him what he did. I said, hey, Rodney, you need to get the heck on up with him. And then he kicks my freaking cereal cabinet. Okay? And here's the deal. She loves her little figurines. Okay? Show him the one that he broke. Show him what's really heavy. This is her favorite little figurine. Look at the little eyes. Look at the little eyes. Look at the little eyes. The tail curled up. He fucking broke it. There's the tail. Look at the little tail. They cannot be glued back. It cannot be glued back. He can't he didn't just leave with respect when she ended the relationship, he had to kick over her churro cabinet and broke three of her figurines. My grandma gave this to her oh, a week man. before she died. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? And so you don't care about the SSI check, but you care about the no, figurines? you care about the figurines. <laughs> the money gone. And he got Brockus, and then he ain't got to deal with us. Well, guess what, Rodney? I went to your mom's house because I knew that's where you'd be. And you weren't. She said she hadn't seen you. Number one, I think she was fucking lying. Number two, I with her ass too. Everybody share this on a Facebook. I wanted to see it everywhere. Anywhere you can share it on a GoFundMe. My blood's boiling. My blood's boiling. You know what? I got something for you, Rodney. Here, Crystal, hold that. Hold that, Crystal. I got something for you. Hold that up for me. Okay? I got something for you. I got two things for you. Okay? Right here. Tanya Tucker and Conway Tweedy. Okay? I'm going straight up beat your ass. Okay? You could have walked out of the house with some respect. So, with some respect. Respect in her. You kicked over her churro cabinet and broke her little figurine. You can't never put the tail back on there. I'm going to break your fucking tail. can't go back on there. Look, this is adorable. And you're going to rip off the tail like a piece of shit? Show me your fist again. Look. Rodney Mama too. Bruh. Rodney, <laughs> bruh. Rodney in witness protection right now. I know he is. got to be. Oh man, that, that is. Bruh. I saw that dude. I was wilding out. Like, I must have watched that about five times. That's why I had real tears in my eyes the first time I saw it. Man, I, I just I really want to see Rodney. Like I, I think everybody wants to see Rodney. Everybody want a response from, from Rodney, but Rodney ain't coming out. If Rodney yeah. knew what was good for him, Rodney ain't coming out. Yeah, man, Rodney don't want none of that Conway Twitty. Rodney ain't coming out, <laughs> bro. I was scared of her. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, all right, all right, you got she, it. She was hot. She was hot. You can't glue that tail back on, man. She got that right. You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> back glue the tail back on. So, so now I want um I want my audience to get to know you on 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 just a little bit more personal level. Um, I got some questions here. Um, 
some would you rather questions mixed in with some um, also um, just kind of get to know you uh, type questions about five of them. So we're going to do it before we close out. So this was a hot debate in the streets. At one okay. Point. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. No. Nope. Why a sandwich, not? A sandwich consists of two slices of bread, and a hot dog does not. Now, I thought that as well. I originally thought that as well. But I'm going to go with, yes, a hot dog is a sandwich. And I'm going to give you the technical definition of why. Okay. So it says two or more slices of bread on a split roll having a filling in between. That's the definition of a sandwich. Two or more slices of bread or a split roll having a uh, filling in between. Then it's a sandwich. Then it's a, <laughs> is that easy? <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's clear as day. If that's the definition of a sandwich, it's a split roll. A you know, split. I thought a sandwich was two slices of bread, but, you know. Hey, well, that kind of changed my mind, too. I was like, oh, okay. All right. All right. This is a sandwich. Um, what would be, in your opinion, what is the worst movie sequel to a great movie ever made? Um, and it doesn't have to be part two. It can be part three. It can be just as long oh as Oh, God. See, if it's, if it's part three, it's got to be Back to the Future. Back to the Future? <laughs> Back to the Future 3 is hard garbage. Um, oh, man. A part two. A part two. Um, uh, Alien Covenant. I would say that was the worst crap out there. Something that's such a classic, really? you know. And then you're gonna come out with this Alien, Alien Covenant was probably one of the worst pieces of crap I've ever seen. Yeah, it was bad. So yeah, so I'm gonna say Batman and Robin. Like that was terrible. But was the was the original was the original really good though? Yeah. But, yeah. Not, not, because you know there wasn't there wasn't a continuation of of, of the Michael Keaton Batman. You know that, right? Wait, Batman that a whole Yeah, that was a whole different franchise. A whole not franchise, but that was a whole different um because that was the one with Michael Clune uh um George Clooney right? as Batman. Right. But that followed I thought right. that followed the original back Batman mm-hmm. Michael Keaton sequence. The only the only two with Michael Keaton was Keaton was Batman and then Batman Returns. With the one with the penguin, yeah, and that was you're it. Right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but Batman and Robin still was garbage. It was garbage, but we say sequel. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you talk about like remakes and stuff like that, we can get into that too. Terrible. I mean, there's a lot of them we can talk about. Um, Hangover yeah. Two, Speed Two, Hot Tub Two, um, a lot yeah. of. Um, would you rather be the best player on a horrible team or the worst player on a great team? And why? Um, I would rather be the best player on a horrible team um, because um, I feel like I can make it better. I feel like that, you know, I can encourage the team to, 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 to do better and to be better, you know. And if I can't, I don't want to be a horrible player, period. Right. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> you just collect. You might get your ring. But once they cut you, ain't nobody going to pick you up. Yeah, I prefer not to be, yeah. I, I don't want to be horrible at anything, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> exactly. That's why I like you, man. That's why you're my dog. <laughs> um, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Bacon. 
my life would be short, but <laughs> dude, I could not live without bacon. And I'll tell any any vegan when they all put bacon on the menu, then I'll become be vegan. Yeah, I'm a turkey bacon guy. Man, if you can't add bacon, I can't do it. So you can't do it. I can't be Muslim because they don't eat bacon. <laughs> I like everything else about your religion, but y'all gotta add bacon to the menu. You said as good as the pig done been to you. Man, I could do anything else. Anything else I can go without. Gotta have my chicken too. Now see, I'm not worried about chicken. I, I can give up beef. I haven't eaten pork in 25 years. Wow. Not only. <laughs> but chicken, as good as the bird done been to me. I I can't do it, bro. It's in everything. I can't I can't do it, man. The bird is good. I can't do it. Um, a few more, a couple more. Mm -hmm. Um What's your spirit animal and why? Um, it was spirit animal, man, that's a good one. Uh, um, um, I would say, can it, it has to be a real animal? <laughs> or can it be mythical? A mythical? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Fine. I would say the phoenix then. If I could be any animal, I would say the phoenix because, you know, Ashes. Because so many times, you know, I feel like life starts over, you know, life cycles, you know, during your life, you know, and I feel like, you know, I've cycled so many different times from so many different things, you know, but you can't keep me down. So, right. um, you know, I feel like, hey, man, you burn this down, I'm just going to rise and do something else. There you go. There you go. Well, I thought I had another question, but I don't. <laughs> So listen, man, um, tell the good people where they can find you, social media tags, where they can find your work. Um, give, give it to them all, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, um, where they can um, expect. I know you said you're pushing the movie back to an adequate time, mm -hmm. so, but um, just let them know where they, where they can find you, man. Well, you can find me anywhere at, at David Skato, all one word. That last name is S-K-A-T-O. Um, and that's Facebook, that's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's, you know, pretty much everywhere. Um, uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm not a big Facebook guy. I'm not a big social media guy. So if I don't respond in like 10 days, you know, that's kind of the expected wait before I check any kind of messages because I don't have any on my phone. So I don't do the whole messaging thing. So I have to physically log in. You know, just stay away from that stuff, man. I got you. you. Know, it's not old. good for you. Truly old school. <laughs> Keep you focused. Keep you focused. Yeah, but, but um, look out for... On, on no, top of that... Yeah, I was going to say, last thing, look no, out for... Your website. I mean, your, mm -hmm. new, um, your new business venture. Tell the people about um, your new gig site. Okay, new business venture. Um, so I, I collab with, you know, another tech guy. Um, and we started what's called the blackfreelancer.com. That's the blackfreelancer.com. And it's a, a minority owned marketplace to post your services or, um, you know, buy and sell services. So, you know, definitely check that out. Um, it's actually growing pretty good to be, we, we launched it Friday, last Friday, yeah. And man, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, growing. So, you know, you know, do that, you know, go on there and make you some free money. You know, I'm not free, but easy, you know, make you some easy money. If you can do anything, you can put it on there, right. <laughs> you right. know, you know, from well, singing happy birthday to configuring some crazy app, you can put it on there. Right. And let's go out and support our black businesses. we got a hardworking young black man right here, just doing his thing. 
like most of us are. Let's go out and support him and, um, and all his ventures. And uh, man, it's just a pleasure and an honor to have you on the show. I appreciate it. Um, thank you for coming on. And uh, it's always good talking to you, brother. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you having me, man. I look forward to working with you again, and I definitely got a project I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> I'm going to shoot it to you um, probably sometimes next week, so look out for that. Absolutely. I'm with it. Um, for my and viewing audience, please subscribe, subscribe below, like, and share if you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, for my podcast listeners, um, also forward and subscribe as well. On, you can find this on Spotify, Apple, um, iTunes and all your uh, local podcasting uh, systems. Thank you for joining me. My name is Dr. Beller. This has been the Narrow Path Podcast and Episode Two, and we will see you next week. Holla. Holla.